This is President Andrew Johnson's final address to Congress, December 9, 1868, Part 1. I'm John Greenman. Fellow citizens of the Senate and House of Representatives, Upon the reassembling of Congress, it again becomes my duty to call your attention to the State of the Union, and to its continued disorganized condition under the various laws which have been passed upon the subject of Reconstruction. It may be safely assumed as an axiom in the government of states that the greatest wrongs inflicted upon a people are caused by unjust and arbitrary legislation, or by the unrelenting decrees of despotic rulers, and that the timely revocation of injurious and oppressive measures is the greatest good that can be conferred upon a nation. The legislator or ruler who has the wisdom and magnanimity to retrace his steps when convinced of error will sooner or later be rewarded with the respect and gratitude of an intelligent and patriotic people. Our own history, although embracing a period less than a century, affords abundant proof that most, if not all, of our domestic troubles are directly traceable to violations of the organic law and excessive legislation. The most striking illustrations of this fact are furnished by the enactments of the past three years upon the question of Reconstruction. After a fair trial, they have substantially failed and proved pernicious in their results, and there seems to be no good reason why they should longer remain upon the statute book. States to which the Constitution guarantees a republican form of government have been reduced to military dependencies in each of which the people have been made subject to the arbitrary will of the commanding general. Although the Constitution requires that each state shall be represented in Congress, Virginia, Mississippi, and Texas are yet excluded from the two houses and, contrary to the express provisions of that instrument, were denied participation in the recent election for a President and Vice-President of the United States. The attempt to place the white population under the domination of persons of color in the South has impaired, if not destroyed, the kindly relations that had previously existed between them, and mutual distrust has engendered a feeling of animosity which, leading in some instances to collision and bloodshed, has prevented that cooperation between the two races so essential to the success of industrial enterprise in the southern states. Nor have the inhabitants of those states alone suffered from the disturbed condition of affairs growing out of these congressional enactments. The entire Union has been agitated by grave apprehensions of troubles which might again involve the peace of the nation. Its interests have been injuriously affected by the derangement of business and labor, and the consequent want of prosperity throughout that portion of the country. The Federal Constitution, the Magna Charta of American rights, under whose wise and salutary provisions we have successfully conducted all our domestic and foreign affairs, sustained ourselves in peace and in war, and become a great nation among the powers of the earth, 
must assuredly be now adequate to the settlement of questions growing out of the civil war waged alone for its vindication this great fact is made most manifest by the condition of the country when congress assembled in the month of december eighteen sixty five civil strife had ceased the spirit of rebellion had spent its entire force in the southern states the people had warmed into national life and throughout the whole country a healthy reaction in public sentiment had taken place by the application of the simple yet effective provisions of the constitution the executive department with the voluntary aid of the states had brought the work of restoration as near completion as was within the scope of its authority and the nation was encouraged by the prospect of an early and satisfactory adjustment of all its difficulties.